Good day. Welcome back to First Day. Coming to you live from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. All right. The 49ers. Oh, look who's here. Forget the 49ers. The man. Is that Pat McAfee? Is it sweater weather, Pat, out there in Naptown? I how we feeling? How we living? I don't want to say they were a cult, but a cult group sent me this, and I look incredibly sweet, and the weather's starting to turn a little bit, so it's yeah. like a scarf, sweater, moo-moo thing. It goes all the way down to my... I mean, I'm I'm I living a high it. life. I always try to dress my best for you guys, but I yeah. am honored to be on first take uh, yet again. This is a dream come true. Can I it's say something sheet. real quick to, about Pat? Yeah. Must-see television. College football game day when somebody is trying to punt, uh, trying to kick a field goal with Pat McAfee egging them on. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Y'all got it. Stephen A. 33-yard yes, field goal. 33-yard field goal. Standard NFL extra point. That's all it needs to be. These kids are kicking for $45,000. Next week, it'll be $55,000. This past week, it was in the Cotton Bowl in front of the Texas student section. Kid almost made it. Thought that I was going to have to pay a kid. That's my money that's up for grabs, Stephen A. But I'm appreciative of the College Game Day folks letting me do it and the kids. And College Game Day is obviously spectacular. I appreciate the hell out of you, Stephen A. No doubt. Hey, 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 hey potential kickers, wear a cleat on your left foot if you're a right-footed kicker. Because that, that sneaker is, is slipping. Shannon, we don't need to be giving oh, any tips for me to live my, 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 my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Wear oh, slides on. next time. Wear <laughs> slippers next time. We don't need cleats anywhere. I'm sorry about that, Molly. Sorry about that, Molly. I'm trying to keep his hey, money. Pat. <laughs> you know who needs some help? The Cowboys. Let's get into it. Oh, buddy. So oh, buddy. 49ers pinned a 42 to 10 loss on the Cowboys at Levi Stadium that left the locker room as silent as it was last January when San Francisco ended Dallas' season in the divisional round of the playoffs. It was the largest loss of Prescott's career. Jerry Jones made his weekly schedule. We can do better than what we did out there Sunday night. There's uh, that's a given. We didn't do it at all to be tried about it Sunday night. Do we have it at quarterback? Let me be very affirmative. I completely uh, believe that we have the quarterback that can take us where we want to go. Uh, Dak Prescott is a quarterback that can get us to the Super Bowl. That's that, that's the way that's going to be. All right, Pat. Here's what I need you to tell me. If Dallas has an early postseason exit, is it time to move on from Dak Prescott? Well, Molly, that's a great question. And I certainly thought about Stephen A. and Unk while that beatdown was happening with George Kittle running down the field with his undershirt saying everything that these two have been saying pretty much all season long. And Dak has certainly had some downs, but he's had some ups this year as well. If you go back to the Jets game, had over 30 completions, had two touchdowns, no interceptions. That is something to write home about. But two out of the last three weeks, they have gotten the doors blown off of them. Mike McCarthy, first season calling plays again. Maybe he needs to get hot. But the reality of the situation is this. No playoffs, early exit from playoffs, championship game playoffs, Super Bowl. Dak Prescott is going to be a Dallas Cowboy next year because if they were to get rid of him after this offseason, it's a $61 million cap hit. So what I'm saying is Dak has the best QBR in the league with a lead which we've seen a couple different times. He has the 30th QBR whenever they're behind. And the Niners defense is going to do what they did to Dak to a lot of different people. 
But the reality of the situation is Dak Prescott has a no-trade clause, a no-tag clause, and if they were to get rid of him after this season, it would be $61 million going into a crapper. And Jerry Jones will not do that to his roster. So... This is at least another year and a half of Dak trying to get right, not make those types of mistakes and do his thing. And Stephen A is going to wear that big-ass hat and sunglasses and dance in his face every single week. Well, here's the deal, Pat McAfee. If they keep him, it's about $60 million against the cap unless they renegotiate his deal. And they're gonna, and he's going to look to get about $50 million in today's mark. He's at $40 million now since he signed his deal in March of 2021. Here's the deal, y'all. Since, because you know me, Pat, you know I'm going to do this. You know, you know me, Shannon, I'm going I'm to pull out some numbers, all right? Uh, okay. Just, just, just for your edification, uh, uh, P-Mac, you can put this on your show. You can put this on your show. Um, I looked up what Dak Prescott has done since he got his money. Not before. Uh. No, no, no. Since he got his money. Since he got his money in 2021. Zero Pro Bowl appearances. He's missed 17 games. He's thrown an interception, Shannon, in 33 of the 38 games he's played. He's got two playoff burps in that time, just one playoff victory. And by the way, he's collected $157.4 million. So for $157.4 million, those were the numbers that he's registered since he got the bag. If you the Dallas Cowboys, all I'm going to say is this. Forgive me if there's cause to pause if this brother comes looking for a raise after they don't do what they normally don't do, which is win come postseason time. Forgive me if I have a little bit of trepidation about that. Floor is yours, Shannon. Jerry doesn't like being wrong about the guys he selected. This is why I don't think Dax is in any jeopardy. You see how defiant he was when he was talking about his quarterback, even after that awful performance that he put before us on Sunday night. Jerry Jones will look at this, I'm a failure. And guys that's worth a lot of money don't, be, don't like to fail at anything. I believe that Dak Prescott's going to get an extension. He say Dak Prescott can absolutely take us to where we want to go. It all depends on where you want to go. I mean, where you're trying to go. Because if you think about Super Bowl, you talk about Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, you're not going there. I don't know where the Super Bowl's going to be held after that in the subsequent years, but you ain't going to Allegiant. Dak Prescott is too, too turnover prone. Yes, their defense is good, but what happens to their offense? P-Mac, we watched him. You mentioned, oh, you saw Dak against the Jets? Yeah, inept offense. You saw him against the Giants? Inept offense. You saw him against the Patriots? Inept offense. What happens... When the offense can score more than 20 points, two games they've lost, the offense has scored more than 20 and blew them out. Listen, I understand where you're coming from. And if you look at that defense since uh, Diggs got hurt, I think they ranked like 30th in pass defense as well. So the defense isn't going to be able to bail him out going forward, seemingly is the case. But let's just throw some uh, blame at other people as well. They got outrushed by the San Francisco 49ers by 113 yards. So obviously, Dak Prescott did not have his best game. That Niners defense is going to confuse the hell out of a lot of people. But if you want to get to a Legion Stadium, like you're saying, you're going to have to beat that Niners team at some point. But they're also not running the ball that well. That doesn't help Dak Prescott out. I think there's a lot of questions for Dallas at this particular point. And obviously the quarterback who's made, how much did you say? A hundred and what over the last couple of $157.4 million over the last two and a half years. 
Okay, so I'm allowed to say this then. He has certainly stunk against some of these teams. If he's made that much money, he also has bought himself into a way to hear that. But for 150 some million dollars, you know that Dak is going to have to find it at some point, and they're going to have to pay him for another year. So I just think we got to hold steady, hold steady, and then get the doors blown off of us in the playoffs like you talk about, Stephen A., when a team who has a defense that's going to be considered generational like the Niners comes to town yet again. Stephen A., you said he's made 157.4. Hell, if he'd made 10% of that, he has stunk in a lot of these ball games. The, the money doesn't change anything for me. He's been playing bad in big moments, in big games for the longest. If you go back and look at him and his, look at his playoff history, when you need Dak Prescott, when the defense can't bail him out, give him a short field, give him a 14, give him a 6, 8, 12-point yep. lead, Look at Dak Prescott when he has to drive the football the length of the field time and time again. And you talk about running the football, you know why they can't stop the run? Because teams were falling behind and couldn't run because they're trying to catch up by throwing the football. See, that's what – see, you got to look beyond the numbers. Look at the Dallas Cowboys' rush defense. Well, when you're up 40 to nothing, nobody's trying to run the ball. Everybody's trying to throw it. But the 49ers didn't fall behind. Arizona didn't fall behind. So now you just can't tee off on us. Now you got to sit there and you got to catch these blocks while we punch you in your oh, mouth. Oh, by the way, by the way, Shannon and, 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 and P. Mack, I just thought there's a couple little other nuggets I wanted to throw you away. You know that before he collected the 157.4 million over the first the last two and a half years. The year before that, in March of 2020, he had that not one year, $31 million franchise tender that he signed. Remember that, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but by the way, did you know that in his current deal, it contains a $1 million incentive clause each year for Dallas if they win the Super Bowl? <laughs> so in other words, yeah, if, you Super Bowl, if you win the Super Bowl, you get an extra million dollars. And, and, and evidently, he's like this, yo, I got enough money, I'm good. Because okay. he, he ain't come close to get to the Super Bowl. Because it's another one. million weight for him, P-Mac. I mean, that's I, a team I, I, million, not just quarterback. Remember, he he was banking on the team for that extra million. I, I feel you so on that, but the doing. bottom line is he gets the million for himself if the team wins the Super Bowl. That's all I'm trying to say. I, that's all I'm trying to say, P-Mac. You understand. Let me ask you, let me ask Nobody you negotiates better than you, my brother. You let, know. Let me ask you a question, P-Mac, Stephen A. You think they put a they put a, a get to the Super Bowl in, in uh, Tom Brady's? You think they got to put go to the Super Bowl and pay my home contract? Because that's the level of expectations. See, you put incentives when you don't have the expectations. I didn't. Once I got to year four, I didn't put incentives. I'm supposed to lead the team in receiving. I'm supposed to lead the team in touchdowns. I'm supposed to be an all-pro, go to the Pro Bowl. So why am I incentivizing that? I'm that dude. Oh, buddy, they had incentives all over my contract. Woo, I love it. <laughs> 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 yeah. right. Got to keep the dog gotta, hunting, you know what I mean? Got to keep the go. dog hunting. So. Oh, my oh, God. Hey. The last three games, three pass TDs, six interceptions for Dak Prescott. Pat oh. McAfee, you're the best. You can watch the Pat McAfee Show weekdays, Monday through Friday, right after us here on First Take at noon Eastern. Pat, we'll see you then. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. 
You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. LeBron James started off his 21st preseason in the NBA with a win. They beat the Brooklyn Nets 129-126 to last night. Hachimura led the pack, 19 points. Anthony Davis added 13. LeBron had 10. Now, longtime friend of LeBron and founder of the incredibly successful Clutch Sports Group, Rich Paul has two players on the Lakers squad, most notably LeBron AD. The total value of contracts negotiated, not that we're counting, but we are, by Clutch Sports is more than $4 billion. That's a B, folks. In addition to LeBron James, some of the agency's notable clients include Draymond Green, Jalen Hurts, and a trio of Las Vegas aces led by Aja Wilson. We now welcome in the man himself, the one and only Rich Paul. It's so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you. I can't you believe well, I've Bob. never met you before. So, not a, not doing none of the finals runs. Mm. No. Nah. Mm. Yeah, because you, you you know you usually texting people trying to tell them what the hell to do instead of. Hey, well, hey, well I would much stuff. rather be. Texting Molly to tell her what to do than you because you I, don't listen. Yeah, I know. You're right. He's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. Hold up. Hold up. It's called protecting your clients. That's right. That's right. And, you know, looking out for the narrative. Oh, the you should know something about trust that. Trust you me. It's stuff that ain't got nothing to do with his client. This, bro, this brother. I get on about everything. But he knows basketball. I give him credit with everything. Doing. Well, I would think he knows basketball. We just talked about the $4 billion. All right. Well, yep. We're going to get to the book. You have a new book. We're excited about that. But I want to talk to the Lakers really quick. What are the chances? Chances they can compete with Denver this year. I know they added a couple pieces. Well, I, I don't think it's just the Lakers and Denver. I think the league in itself is balanced. Mm -hmm. I, there's there's no pushovers really. Um, I think there'll be seven or, seven or eight teams there uh, mm -hmm. at the end of the year that anybody can win. But you can't go into OKC and just think you're gonna get a win just because they're on the schedule now. Mm -hmm. Sacramento has changed. That's not just a win on your schedule now. Mm -hmm. And even teams that's going to be well coached, like the Spurs, that's young, you go down there playing if you want to, you're going to lose. So I think it's just not about the Lakers or the Nuggets. Obviously, we know what they bring to yeah. the table, but you see what Milwaukee has done. In addition to that, you yeah. see what Boston has done because of what Milwaukee uh -huh. had done. And so, I, look, the Cavs will be there. We'll see what happens with the Sixers if they can hold things together there. But it's just so much balance in the league. And, and more importantly, the league is these young guys are coming in really good, really young. So 
I, um, I'm just excited for the season. That's why I'm on my pro row run now so I can right. focus on the season. I'm going to get right to this book because, first of all, I'm proud of you. Congratulations. Thank you. You've been talking about this for a long time. And, and, and I saw your interview on 60 Minutes. Phenomenal job with that as well. When you wrote this book, tell me what you were thinking and why you felt now was the time to write and reveal all the things that you've revealed in this book. I was thinking it was it was great for me to be in a position now. And this is a this is a true give back to people. You know, people are going through a ton right now, as you can see in the world. Oftentimes, you don't have anyone to, you know, share your experiences with, get direction from, have an understanding of what I should or shouldn't be doing, and, and also just a, a determination, a motivation to continue to move forward despite some of the challenges that you may face. And so as I share these experiences, everyone should look at it as this is a gift from me to you to help you understand. I also didn't come from just a place of everything was laid out for me. There was no magic or red carpet. There was a lot of trials and tribulations, but I stayed uh, determined, I persevered, and now I'm in this position. Shannon and Molly, before y'all chime in again, I wanna know as you reflect on what it took for you to write this book and reveal all the things that you revealed about yourself. There's a whole bunch of people that come associated. We've mentioned LeBron, we mentioned Maverick, we mentioned so many other people, and obviously you know everybody and you communicate with everybody. I can vouch for that my damn <laughs> self when it comes to you. Is there one particular person above all else that you want the world to know you're most grateful to for being in this position to write this book? I think it's two. I think it's my dad, um, you know, obviously your mom, but my dad, but also my older brother, because, you know, he was always the supporter of me, you know, my, my confidant, my protector in a lot of ways, and just always gave me that confidence that, you know, often there was no competitive nature amongst yeah. us. So whatever I wanted to do, he believed in. And so to have that, and then my father was my hero. You know, I, I grew up working in the store. I learned math, playing people's lottery numbers and tickets, um, selling beer and wine and cigarettes as a kid, you know, candy and things like that. And so that was my, my Clark. That was my education there. And so those two people stick out. But I had also had the community. The community really watched over me and pushed me and, and held me accountable. I couldn't just do certain things. And so mm -hmm. I'm really appreciative for just that holistically, but those two people would stand out, amongst others, but those two people would stand out for sure. Real quick, Shannon, did you fall in love with business, being in the corner store? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was, I was, a, I was a money getter from, from the beginning, yeah. Mm. Shannon, go ahead, man. Rich, when I look at the title of the book, it says, Lucky Me, a memoir, a memoir of Beating the Odds. I think a lot is in a title, and you say luck is what happened when preparation meets opportunity, but who did you see that you said, you know what, I can do that. He's doing it, I can do it. Because I saw my older brother and everything that he did, I wanted to do. So I was like, okay, he went to college, I can go. He went to the NFL, I can go. Who was that person that you looked at and said, okay, that's the tar that's what I'm shooting for? Yeah, I really didn't have an example of, of a Rich Paul. That didn't exist, right? Okay. So what I do today, I, I had no examples of that. But what I did have an example of with my dad was I saw a man get up and go to work every day I saw how he treated other people, despite who they were, what they had or did not have. I saw how he sacrificed. There was no holidays for us. He worked 24-7 in, in retrospect, but he got up at 6 in the morning, closed the store at 7.30 after the number came out, 
every day, Christmas, Thanksgiving, we were open. And mm -hmm. so just having that example, and my dad did not live in the house with me, but that doesn't mean he wasn't present. Right. So that was big for me growing up. One of the things, it's, in, it's, it's just inescapable to bring this up. You know, when you think about you, you think about Maverick, you think about LeBron James. And one of the things that I've religiously defended LeBron James on is that as brilliant as he is as a basketball player, as brilliant as he is as a, as a businessman, he also pays attention and he does a lot for people who are worthy and who are deserving of it. I bring that up because in that 60 Minutes interview, he was asked a question about, yeah, you took a chance on, 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 on Rich Paul. He's like, LeBron's words was, I don't give too many people chances. Yeah. But when it comes to you, and we all know that's true because he's very selective about it. But when it came to you, he did it. What did you do to get somebody like LeBron James <laughs> to believe in you? I think people um, misinterpret the journey, right? It wasn't from day one. Okay. When LeBron and I first met, he wasn't the LeBron James we know today. But what I did, um, and I, I want to make sure Randy is, is mentioning that too Absolutely. because he's the, he's the glue. But, but what I did was I understood my position at each moment. I didn't come in with any entitlement because there was nothing for me to be entitled about. And also, there's, a, there's an importance to, there's a chapter in the book, um, there's a rule in the book that you have to star in your role. There was no role for me. I created one, right? When he told me he didn't have a job, I was a stylist. I picked the first jury out. You know, I laced the Air Force Ones the way I like to do it so it looked a certain way. And, and then things just evolved. I think people next to athletes have to understand, number one, when they make it to a place, that don't mean you stop doing what you need to do for yourself to lean on them. Mm -hmm. That's really unfair to them. And also, it's not helpful to the big picture of things. I wanted to be in a position where LeBron can be my friend and be a brother, somebody that I, that I confide with and we, we hang out and it's, and it's great. But I never wanted to be dependent of him. So I always position because I didn't come from that. When LeBron met me, I was a homeowner already, you know. And hey, so take us back to then, like where you were in life, where he I was, was in life, what yeah. you bonded over when you first we, when you first met. Yeah, we bonded over our moms really because we because I can see Gloria. I can see in somebody what they've gone through. If you've seen it, you know it, mm -hmm. right? And I lived it every day. So I I made it to where he was able to trust that I wasn't going to judge him. He could be himself, right? And also, I wasn't begging. I was buying when I first stepped to the plate. So his guard was able to be let down because he's like, this guy, he's not trying to be a leech or anything like that. He has it. He has his own. Mm -hmm. And But I also he also respected me because I wasn't, I wasn't just tiptoeing around things. If I saw something that he was doing wrong, I told him. And that was a risk for most people because people... You weren't just a yes man. Never. Yeah. No. But people tend to not say things because they don't want to mess up any chances they may be getting. You know, mm -hmm. they're, they're trying to calculate their steps. For me, it didn't matter. I never thought I would be working with him, alongside him. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that wasn't, my, that wasn't my thing. So I was always, my dad always taught me to make sure that if you see something that someone's doing, just be honest with them. So. Go ahead, Shannon. Go ahead, Shannon. 
Rich, I'm listening to you talk, and you're one of these people that tell someone what they need to know and not what they want to hear. But do you believe you took the approach that you uh, took because you had already been established? You were a homeowner. I'm not saying you're living in 50,000 square feet, but yeah. you already had something to the table, and you weren't looking for him to set the table for you. Yeah, but also, I was raised that way. My neighborhood didn't allow that. You could, we, we were held accountable every step of the way. Absolutely. It wasn't just my dad by, if, if it was Uncle Shannon, if it was Stephen A, down the street, you see me, you say, hey, Rich, I saw you last night. I saw who you was with. Hey, watch yourself. Don't do that again. I listen. Because, not because of what you had or you didn't have, mm -hmm. because you've been through life. You've been here longer than me. Mm -hmm. So you've experienced things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not just about what somebody did right that you mm -hmm. can learn from. You can also learn a lot from what people have done wrong. Mm -hmm. Because if you know where the landmines are, you don't, you don't step there. Right. And so I learned that along the way. You listen. I mean, that's news to me when it comes to us talking basketball. Ah! You never, li you never listen. And you, and you're, you don't listen. But you're jealous. <laughs> you're jealous. Right. Let me tell you what you're jealous of. Right. Because Carmen loves Rich. That's what you're jealous about, Stephen A. Let it be known to the world, my sister loves and you know it's true. Oh, that, that's a low blow. That's a low blow you just pulled on national television, but I'm going <laughs> to let it slide. I'm going to let it slide because I needed to cook something for me tonight, and I don't get it on you know, fast. <laughs> anyway, the point is, you got you to you make business decisions. Yeah. Seriously, it's a situation right now you just brought up. You talked about how you listen. Yes. Number one, how do you feel about today's generations of players? in terms of their willingness to listen? And number two, is it a thing that makes you look forward to continuing to do what you're doing? Or do you find yourself at times saying to yourself, you know what, I don't know how much longer I'm going to continue to do this because I got better things to do in my <laughs> life than deal with some of the stuff that I got to deal with. Yeah, I mean, I think my heart is still in it. The reason why I wanted to become an agent was because I felt like there was an industry representing players that didn't really care about the the human of the player, mm -hmm. you know, the business is a business and yeah. there's transactions, but they wasn't necessarily grooming the individual for just being a, being a man out in the world. So yes, I'm still in there, I'm still, but when you talk about today's generation, I just think they need to step back a little bit and it's less about the show and, and be more about the substance and really value infrastructure and people's times and people's capabilities because Everything is surface. You mm -hmm. see people running around. They got their own production crew and mm -hmm. cameras every which way they go. That's just for show. A black man being an agent in today's generation, what is it like in your eyes today compared to, say, years ago when you first came onto the scene, witnessing what you were witnessing then yeah. compared to what you're seeing now as a black man in your position? Well, I think... It's just different, right? I, I brought a different, different um, approach to the game. I built a real business instead of just doing transactions all the time. And the unfortunate thing is, there probably should have been several businesses built prior to me. And I probably should have, been, should have been able to start at that business and be groomed at that business and then continued on down my path. Um, I didn't have those examples, but we also didn't have the information available to us and social media, and so I didn't get to see certain things. Um, the business has grown. The business is different now. You're talking about a multi-billion dollar business. You're talking about streaming. You're talking about 
sponsorship patches, which we do at Clutch Sports Group, by the way, we've done a several. The late Utah Jazz was the last one we just did. Um, but it's just a different time now. And the unfortunate thing is, I used to have a profound respect for those in my field. I've lost that respect for a lot of them. Very few that I have that respect for. Because? Just because of the lack of integrity, um, the lack of professionalism, and the, the way they do things. Um, it's just something that when you read that book, you'll understand why I am the way I am. And it goes back to the situation that we had on, on Gil's thing. It wasn't me trying to be a certain way towards Stephen A. You know, I would never do that. Right. What it was about was I was raised in a community to where that energy we had to navigate through every day. It ain't about me being tough because I'm, I'm for peace, right? Same here. But exactly, from right. Queens. And so I never exude, I never bring that to anybody. And so when I look at today's landscape, I just don't see the the polishing that I got in my community by anywhere, wherever I went, in your somebody industry. was sharpening my knife. You yeah. don't see that in your industry? No, no, because nobody did it to me. Not No black agents came to me and said, Rich, let me help you, let me show you, let me help you understand. What they did was they went into families and talked bad about me. Oh, he's just a kid, he's just LeBron's friend, et cetera, et cetera. When LeBron's done, he's going to be done, et cetera, et cetera. I'm and shocked so to hear you say that because I didn't expect that. that. I got you. Well, that's the fact. I got you. Okay. Gonna, there's right. no gray with me. There's right. black and white. All right. And so I definitely wasn't going to get it from the the, the establishment. So, I, but I also grew up in a time where I didn't expect you to do nothing for me either. I, I didn't. I didn't have that expectation. So it didn't hurt me at all. I was mm -hmm. going to go no matter what because that's how I was raised. But yeah. But for me, I'm not going to do unto others what was done to me, right. I pay it forward. So I'm giving the game away. In that book, I'm giving the game away to right. anybody that's aspiring to be whatever they want to be. You mentioned black agents. White agents did that to you too? Well, one Whatever, agent, I'm just saying. Yeah, most of them, but right. I'll say this. When I started the business, the one thing you have to understand when you start a business is you have to know what you don't know. And I didn't learn from the previous agency that I worked with. I did learn from a guy named Mark Termini, who I hired to help me be belt and suspenders. And Mark didn't have a, a huge business, but what he had was he had an unbelievable professionalism and a detail. And I was able to add that to my game. I had a little bit of it already, mm. but you know, he's 50 plus years old. I'm I'm 30. Mark Termini's yeah. a good dude. You know, and once again, yeah, he listens. Him and his wife yeah. Wendy, and they really good guy. And, and, and our time together, yeah. they helped. And so it's not about you doing it all yourself all the time. I was smart enough to understand that I needed to fill some holes. And I went and got some people that didn't want to be me, didn't want to, you know, stand in front of me. They wanted to stand alongside me and support me. And it was a great time and we've done great business together. So. Well, appreciate you being here. Appreciate you giving away this knowledge. Wait, and I also want to give something else away. Timing. I brought you guys. Oh, I love a my good, clutch it, athletics it, it new is, balance. It is hoodie season. Yes. Yeah. Slide it over. Okay. Slide Stephen it over. A. Thank you very much. So you're doing something with New Balance? Yeah, I, I partnered with New Balance. We started Clutch Athletics, when, which I, is a. Um, I need this. I need this. Yeah. If you ain't bring me something that I, I can wear in the summer. You brought because yeah. went to time. It's in a hundred stores. Coming. Dick Sporting Goods, DTLR, Foot Locker, JD Sports. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hold it up. All right. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Hold it up. You better keep me warm.
Cause I'm, don't worry, I'm going to send Carmen know, one, too. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to complain if it don't. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting you know. Well, and you I'm going to make sure Carmen don't cook Carmen you anything. Go either. to the website and buy more. That's what you should do, Really? It got to work for me contract. first. I, got, I better keep me warm. That's I know your contract, contract Stephen. Yeah. I know what you're getting. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you sure? You sure? Rich, appreciate you. Thank appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right. Lucky me. Available now. Pick it up in stores. Hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with vivid seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah! It's time for another A-list, okay? I know what y'all tried to do to me last week. It ain't gonna happen this week, Shannon. It ain't gonna happen this week, Jeff Saturday. Just keep in mind, the list is fluid. The list is fluid. <laughs> week five of the NFL season is coming going. We're gonna go to the A-list. Give me number five on the list, please, right now. Bam! The Miami Dolphins. Why? They resurrected themselves after getting stomped by the Buffalo Bills. I understand that. That was just an aberration. Any given Sunday, you saw Al Pacino. You saw LL Cool J. You saw Jamie Foxx. You saw my brother Bill Bellamy. These things happen. One week does not make a season. But the Dolphins are still the most prolific offense in the National Football League. Even as we speak with A-Chan, going to be out the bottom line. Is they still got the cheetah, they still got Jalen Waddle, they still got Barrios and the rest of the crew. They're gonna be just fine, all right? I got the Dolphins at number five. Let me give you number four on the list. Please give it to me right now. Bam! The Detroit Lions. When we gonna wake up and understand? Times have changed in the Motor City. Times have changed as my old, as my brother. God rest his wonderful soul. The one and only Stuart Scott used to call Detroit Day Trois. It's a different ball game now. Jared Goff, Jared Goff is that dude. Dan Campbell has changed the culture. They got a defense with Hutchinson and those boys. They're going to do some things. The Lions are coming. They're clearly going to win the NFC North. You can scratch Minnesota, Chicago, and Green Bay. No love for love on this particular day. Sorry, it's about the Detroit Lions. I got them as a top four team. Give me top three, though, right here. Give it to me right there. Bam! Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. 
the reigning defending Super Bowl champions. I understand they got receivers that can't get open, but they still got a running back they can throw the ball to and run the football for them in Pacheco. They still got Travis Kelsey, assuming he going to be all right, okay? You got Patrick Mahomes. You got Andy Reid calling plays. And, oh, by the way, the defense is vastly improved compared to what it was last year. They're a top three team, okay? They ain't top two, though. Give it to me right here, please. Bam! The Philadelphia Eagles. Why? Undefeated on the season. Rolls up into La La SoFi Stadium. Handles their business. Did you see Hassan Reddick over those last two plays? Did you see that defense amp it up? I still see A.J. Brown on there. I still see Devontae Smith there. I still see God in those boys. I still see a running game with Gainwell. I still see a defense that could get to the quarterback. Okay, I'm sorry. The Philadelphia Eagles undefeated two games ahead in the NFC East as I predicted. They are a top two team in the National Football League. They just ain't number one. Mm. We know who number one is. It's the 49ers. Okay, it's Bosa and the crew. It's Warner and the crew. It's Brock Purdy, MVP candidate, Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, Kittles, Shanahan, the top five teams in the NFL. I got the 49ers. I got the Eagles. I got the Chiefs. I got the Lions. I got the Dolphins. By the way, the only reason I put the Dolphins ahead of the Bills is because even though the Bills spanked them, the Bills went and lost in London. Mm. So I said, nah, that's another game you shouldn't have lost. I'm not giving it to you. One bad week for the Dolphins. I got this as my A-list. Give it to me. You want me to go? Go ahead, No, no, Shannon. no, hold on, hold on. Hold, hold up first. Uh, first take, fam, you can scan the QR code. It's there. It's on your screen. And uh, you can send us your grade because you know we love to grade Steven's list. Last week he got an F. Yes. So we love your participation. Oh, please. please. Steven, uh, the thing is, we have the exact same teams on our list, but my rankings are a little different than yours. I went Lions at five, Chiefs at four, Dolphins at three, Eagles at two, Niners at one. Mm. I like where you are. I, I went, I flipped Dolphins and Lions. So I had the Dolphins at four. I had the Chiefs. I just, I mean, listen, if the Dolphins and Chiefs played tomorrow, I might give the edge to the Dolphins because of the speed on their football team. But you got to go yep. beat, the, you got to go beat the team. You know what I mean? So in my opinion, that's why I kept it. But the Lions, I, I agree with you. I, I would put them, this is my issue with the Lions. I think the Lions have made tremendous steps and they are going to win the NFC North. I think they, to me, are similar to the Dallas Cowboys. When they start playing the top two teams in their tier, that's where they're going to run into trouble because of the explosive nature of both of their offenses. I think the Lions defensively are legit. They're physical. They want to run it and be physical. But I would put them at five, Dolphins at four. Here's where this, I would is, this, this honestly might be your best list. Ever. Well, let me say this to you. I'm let me tell you. All sisters, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you very much. Let me challenge both of y'all on something because I think I want, to, I want to change the position and see it my way. I have the Lions ahead of the Dolphins because the Lions didn't lose by 28, okay? They didn't get blown out. They didn't get the brakes beat off of them any week this season. That's number one. They also got a victory over the Chiefs. That's number two. And so that's why I would put them ahead of the Dolphins, okay? And I certainly can't take the Chiefs, Shannon, and put them ahead of the Eagles or 49ers, which you had the 49ers and the Eagles ahead of the Chiefs as well. I'm looking at that, and I'm saying to myself, excuse me, again, I can't put the Dolphins ahead of the Chiefs either because the Chiefs have been in every game. They didn't get blown out. Right. There is a week this week, this year, that the Dolphins got blown out. That did not happen to the Lions. That did not happen to the Chiefs. I stand by this list. Yeah, the, the Lions losing to Seattle, they should have probably won that game, but the Dolphins, when you're playing a division opponent, 
I'm just telling you, you can throw a lot of stuff out. You get so you get so adept at what the guys are going to do. And I said it, Josh Allen plays well against the Dolphins. They caught him in a buzzsaw. Yep. They didn't play well enough. Question. If the Dolphins played the Lions, who would you pick in the game? I'd probably we gotta, pick the Dolphins. We got to wrap. That's me. Grade, just the grade. It's actually a, it's an A minus. Okay. I won the one little flip. All right, America, you voted, yeah, and here's legit. the results. It's 50% legit. the majority gave you an A. <laughs> this dude yep. dancing. All right. It was legit. Way to redeem yourself. <laughs> you really did. From an F to an A. Hey, look, you went Don't to remedi- you remediated, I'm t- got better, hey, came Shen. back. Hey, Shed, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do next time. I'm going to do it next go to, time. Go to break. Second chances. Please. I don't mess please. up second please. chances, please. baby. What did I, I, don't mess what up did second I tell chances. you? Stick to your wheelhouse. You understand what I'm saying? Speaking, not well playing sports. CC, there you go. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. We are now joined by Norris Trophy winner, P.K. Subban. P.K., it's officially here. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Also part-time model. Stephen A., I didn't know if you know that, but I am doing some part-time modeling now that I'm retired. I mean, you're in shape and all of that stuff. I mean, I I can see you pulling that off. I mean, I do see myself doing it in in the near future. (laughs) I mean, I'm just working. For AARP? I'm just working on that. Shannon, it's nice to meet you. It's nice Nice to meet you. you. I haven't met you in person yet. Can't wait. All right, PK, opening night, highly anticipated debut of yep. Connor Bedard. Uh, what do we need to know about this potential superstar? Well, first of all, let's go back to Junior. He completely annihilated Junior. This player, he can't go back to Junior. He's not going back to Junior. And he did it at the international level as well. World Junior scoring big goals. But what he's done in preseason so far is exactly why fans got to pay the price of admission to watch him this season because I can't wait. His ability, his strength on the puck, his lower body strength, emulates Crosby, his ability to make defenders miss, and then his situational awareness to make the right plays at the right time. And you know what? At 18 years old, the issue that players usually have is they're young, they're not strong, they don't have the experience. Mm -hmm. This kid has the strength to create time and space for his own shot in his own lane. Usually 18-year-olds are relying on their teammates to open up Mm -hmm. the ice for him. He can create that himself. Go ahead, Shannon. PK, we we hear a lot about these, these hockey prodigies. How good can this kid be? Is he Crosby? Is he McDavid? Is he Gretzky? Is he Lemieux? How good can this kid be? So so when it comes to Connor Bedard, when I look at his game, and a lot of these young players, they come in and they have a lot of the same similarities, high-end skill and talent. But what separates Connor Bedard from most of the 18-year-olds that I've seen and anybody coming in this year is his strength and his edge work and his balance. Sidney Crosby's probably the best player in our generation, but he was definitely the best player in our generation when it came to being strong on the puck and his strength immediately when he came into the game. He's still 18. He's got a lot of growing to do, but this kid doesn't eat McDonald's. He ain't out partying. He's in the gym. He's played, you know, he's taking care of himself, preparing himself for professional sports. I'd be remiss and neglecting to bring up this dude, McDavid, that Sh- Shannon just brought up, Connor McDavid. You talk about hard trophies. That's league MVP for those of y'all that don't know anything about hockey. Yep. Even they does that hockey from time to time. I do that hockey. But Mario <laughs> Lemieux. I'm talking about Mario Lemieux, Alex Ovechkin, Bobby Orr. This dude has three league MVPs. Yep. Speak about him for a second. Well, it's great. Let's, let's start here, okay? 
153 points last year. He's 50 points from 900. He's 150 points away from 1,000 points. He's entering his ninth season in the NHL. If he hits 150 points this year, he starts, he enters the conversation of Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, and Gordie Howe. So I can go on and on. We can take the whole show and I can go on and on about Connor McDavid, but now is the time for him team-wise to, to, to get over the hump. Individually, this guy is everything that everybody says about him. We've never seen a player play at the speed and tempo that he has ever in the game. Like, there's no one even close. So, Connor McDavid, yes, he is the Patrick Mahomes of the, of the NHL. No doubt about it. All right. Let me get into commercial break here real quick. Mahome boy. <laughs> More first take after the break. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. Com. PK, how about Vegas? Do they repeat? Listen, they missed, they're only missing one player, Riley Smith, this year. Uh, I, I'm picking them to repeat. I think that with their team, everybody's fresh, everyone's healthy. Why wouldn't they repeat? Unless Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers fix that defense, I don't see anybody taking them out in the West. That's fair. Period, end of story. But if McDavid is that good, he'll do what he can to fix it. I agree. I agree, but he needs to. See you defense. guys on ESPN tonight. ESPN tonight, big games tonight. Connor Bedard's debut. I'm saying he goes one and one tonight. Okay. One and one.